You're listening to MOG Channel. Welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christians from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, we're going to be looking at the feeding of the 4,000 in Mark chapter 8. We're going to be taking lessons from the feeding of the 4,000 in the book of Mark chapter 8. So, this is actually the second account of the feeding of multitudes, right? There's one other account in Mark chapter 6 from verse 30. So there are actually two accounts and you will find the same thing in Matthew that there's a feeding of the 5,000 and there's a feeding of the 4,000. One is the first, the other one is the second account. Okay, and then you're going to find differences also in those two stories. For one of those stories you're going to have or see that it was five loaves of bread and two fish. In the other one you're going to see that it was about um, seven loaves of bread only with no fish. So just wanted to put those differences out there all right so let's just go we're going to be doing some line by line exposition and i believe you're going to learn a lot from this okay so he says in those days the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat jesus called his disciples to him and said i have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat so first thing is that these people had been with him the two instances where he fed them like this was out of necessity. I want you to notice something that was out of necessity. Didn't Jesus did not just go around feeding every single person? This was out of necessity. Bible actually talks about the fact that he actually gave to the poor. Like Judas, uh, you see it in the story of the lady who broke her alabaster box for Jesus. That Judas actually was the treasure keeper, and it actually says that, that they used to give to the poor. You know, Judas was saying, ah, can we channel this money? I just blowing on jesus to the poor but he did that because he was a thief and wanted to steal the money anyway but so he, he didn't do it all the time but in this case because they had continued with him three days and had nothing to eat they had nothing to eat okay so there was lots of scarcity and he said and if i send them away hungry to their own houses they will faint on the way for some of them have come from afar so i want you to know that jesus actually had a lot of compassion on people and now you need to understand that jesus is god jesus is god there is nothing about jesus that is any less god okay bible talks about the fact in a that should be philippians yeah philippians should be philippians where he says or speaks about the fact that he didn't think equality with god something to be grasped in other words he is equal to god but he didn't consider that but he took the form of a servant, came and died for us. That's the whole idea. So he, Jesus is God, right? And Bible says that Jesus had what? You know, he was compassionate about the people. He was, he said, these people should not go and faint on the, on the road. They had come out to hear him and all that. Now, I want you to apply this to your current, you know, situation. Apply this to your life and realize that Jesus is compassionate for you. He has compassion on you. He cares about whatever you may be going through. He cares about what is happening with you. If you're experiencing issues, you know, financially, he cares about what is happening to you. He's not, um, Bible actually talks about the fact that he's now, that because he was tempted at every point, you know, but yeah, without sin, that he can actually 
how I like to be compassionate. I'm paraphrasing, but it can be compassionate towards us. It can be compassionate because of that. So God knows what you're going through. God knows your needs. Okay, and He actually cares about your needs. If you read uh, Matthew six, it talks about the fact that it says, "Take note of your life, what you eat, and everything." In life, God and says that Father knows that you need these things. He knows that you what you need these things. So you should be at peace. You should be calm because God knows that you have needs. By the way, speaking about needs, right? There's a book I've been recommending. It's called How God Taught Me About Prosperity by Kenneth E. Hagin. It's a book I highly recommend that every believer reads. I've been hyping this book and shouting about this book. What you know? Sometimes the reception can be quite interesting get the book it's a very small book if you get it on kindle stores like a dollar that's you know that's amazon kindle their book whatever and i'm sure the the ebooks are probably lying everywhere if you can get your get hold of any of them i mean get it get it if you also want to get me i can show you some ways to get it you can maybe message me and um, that's on instagram and i'll show you how to get it but anyway that book is actually very powerful concerning how god taught Kenneth E. Hagin about prosperity, about how his needs can be met because God wants to meet our needs. The problem is that many times we don't understand the work of faith or the way our needs can be met. So definitely you want to check that book out. It's going to help you so, so, so much. Okay. So Jesus had compassion on these guys and he said, no, we can't send them away hungry on their own because they will probably faint on the way. For some of them have come from afar. He was thinking about them, thinking he was very thoughtful, very compassionate. So he will be compassionate for your own cause. Verse 4 Then his disciples answered him and said, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? So, whatever it is that you're probably experiencing um, or need to have, it could be school fees, it could be whatever. You know, there's that question of uh, how? How is it going to happen? Especially when it's a large thing. Sometimes it could be a small thing, but the help is just not available. And, or sometimes it could be a deadline the time is short for something you know to be for that thing you want to be actualized but it doesn't matter to jesus jesus verse 5 he says he asked them how many loaves do you have how many loaves do you have and he said what seven so he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground i want you to pay attention to this because jesus also expressed faith in the father's ability to provide what did he do he told the multitude to sit down on the ground you don't tell people to sit down that you don't want to feed. He, tell, he tells them, sit down on the ground. Right? Meaning that he's about to, you get his expectance that they are going to be fed. They have to sit down to eat. So he says, sit down on the ground. That's a faith expression. And so let me tell you that part, God meeting your provision is a faith journey. It's a journey of faith, right? It's a journey of faith. That's why I'm also recommending that book. It's going to teach you how to, in a very, very simple way, how to walk by faith for finances. It's a faith journey. And then in faith, there are some action steps you take, right? There's action steps you take. So, for example, there's some times when you are believing God for something and the action step you take is that, okay, I believe in God for maybe you want to buy something or pay for something and you may not have much money in your account. Remember, he asked them, he said, how many, how many, what do you guys have? They said, we really have seven loaves of bread. He began with what he had. So, you can also begin with what you have sometimes. I mean, that's how we do a lot of things. That's how, personally, when I, I want to, I'm believing God for some things. I don't really have much, usually. But what I do is that the one I have, I start using that as, um, what's the word? I start using it as, as a faith token. So, I can, sometimes I may be led to give that money to God. Or, I can begin to, like, 
you know, how will I put it? Okay, I'm going to have this. I begin to say, I'm going to have this by this time. I'll have this by this time. And the little money I have, right? If I can, maybe put a down payment for that thing. I'll put a down payment for it. If it's a program, put a down, down payment for it, right? If it's whatever, put a down payment for it and I'll have it. I'll have it. Sometimes all the money comes at once, but sometimes the money comes in bits and pieces. You get, but it's a faith work. It's a faith journey. So it began with, you know, seven loaves of bread. So he commanded the multitude, as verse 6, to sit down on the ground and he took the seven loaves and what? Give thanks. That's another thing. Bible talks about the fact that, you know, that we should make our, with thanksgiving, okay? He says with what? Thanksgiving, we should what? Make our request. No, let me see if I can find that text. It says with thanks, that's prayer, with thanksgiving, we should make our request known. Meaning that, um, okay, almost there, yeah, request okay philippians 4 verse 6 be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and what supplication so first of all it says be careful for nothing in other words don't complain right uh are careful means be anxious for nothing that is don't be anxious if you want to know what the meaning of anxious is let's open our dictionary and find that out now um anxious because you have to break down this word it's very important it says feeling or showing worry <laughs> are you seeing that worry or unease nervousness about something with an uncertain outcome so the reason why people are anxious is because the outcome seems uncertain and because the outcome seems uncertain there's things like fear um you know many things begin to crop up unease nervousness edginess because you are not sure of the outcome and you're also considering the consequences of that outcome not being sure what if it doesn't happen what if it doesn't work and all those things and so that's one thing that causes a lot of um instability when it comes to our faith and that's why the way you actually deal with that is that you have to take god's word for for it you have to that's why we meditate and confess god's word of our lives oh my god shall supply my needs according to which in glory by christ jesus we confess you know confession and meditation putting god's word listening to god's word a lot studying god's word a lot putting the word on the inside it just does wonders it helps a lot because it allows it allows you know your mind to accept god's word as your reality but when you don't do those things regularly what happens is that you know you just because it's what garbage in garbage out is what comes what's inside you that will show forth when situations occur are you seeing that so now you have to realize that when it comes to god we are not dealing with a person who is like unstable i cannot trust you can trust him the outcome is certain are you seeing that the outcome is certain with god the outcome is a short thing it's certain it's not something that we're you know the daddy on the outcome is certain so based on the fact that the outcome is certain that's how we actually respond so it says philippians 4 says be careful for nothing that's don't be anxious about anything he says but in everything by what prayer and supplication with what thanksgiving let your what request be made known to god so you see another thing that thanksgiving is very essential you know when you've made your request go and listen go and read that book there are things i don't want to cover here but they're in that book so when you've made your request known you've asked you've received what you asked for you've you've decreed he now says begin to thank god right he says with thanksgiving so you thank God. And whenever I remember the thing, you just thank God for it because it's a done deal. With God, it is what a done deal. Okay? So the Bible says Jesus took the seven loaves back to Mark chapter 8. 
and gave that this is verse 6 and gave thanks broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before them and they set them before the multitude they also had a few small fish okay they had fish actually and having blessed them he said to set them also before them so they ate and were what filled are you seeing this small few small fish and seven loaves of bread they ate and what what filled are you seeing that they ate and were what filled the miracle occurred somewhere in the midst of the whole thing provision was made available and this is something i just did twice so it's not a coincidence it's not something that oh just maybe he did it twice to show that god has dominion actually over over when it comes to needs or anything it's that's the least thing you're worried about but you must train your heart right to the point whereby you can be certain and sure that god wants to meet your needs and has even made provision available it says so they ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments are you seeing that in other words god won't just do you know for you what you you need he can do even much more he can do much more he can do much more there will be level whatever you ask god for you know you should expect that there will be much more there will be more than what you even ask for you understand you can believe god for even more it says now those that had eaten were about four thousand are you seeing that about what four thousand four thousand they had the other one of the the first one the feeding of five thousand they said it was about five thousand it was men that they counted that with five thousand so if you had women and children maybe it was about ten thousand twelve thousand fifteen thousand so we want to assume that here when you say four thousand you're just you're talking about the fact that just men they're really counting right the women and children were there also so you see god is able to meet your needs god is able to meet your needs right why don't you actually you know imbibe that in yourself why don't you focus on that why don't you learn to confess god's word by yourself this period just have confessions you know in different areas you know concerning maybe your finances your needs right concerning your health concerning your spiritual life there should be confessions of god's word that you have consistently like you are confessing to yourself every day and over time you know you may be confessing confessing you don't see any change and that's usually where people miss it but if you can continue over a period of time, they just get to this point whereby that thing just takes off and you just begin to realize that some serious changes have been made in your life. Okay? So guys, that is it for today. I believe that would have blessed you. That's Mark chapter 8. So feel free to share this with someone and also bless them the same way you have been blessed. Okay? God will meet your needs. 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 Well, I just feel impressed to pray that the power of God is strong this i just speak over people that needs are met in the name of jesus when needs are they are met in the name of jesus finances are released finances are tied up come help comes to you today in the name of jesus money comes to you today in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray amen all right guys that's it for today have a wonderful day god bless you and bye-bye if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.sen, pst.essien. See you there.